We welcome you back to another episode of FM Live. I'm Daniel. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Stephanie. Hey, everybody. And we welcome you to the 4,375,020-21 day of quarantine. Is that all? That's at least <laughs> what it feels like on a day like today. A little dreary outside. We've been inside for days on end. But you know the best part about it is we still get to be in a community together. We still get to have things like podcasts. We still get to have conversation about family and friends and ministry and do this beautiful thing God has called us to do, and that is to do kingdom work. So we're excited to be with you again here today. Um, we're going to dive into something that Stephanie and I have had a lot of conversation about, especially over the last several weeks, about what it looks like to start a new chapter in life when it doesn't seem like we have closed the last chapter. Um, with a specific emphasis on what it looks like for our fifth graders who are moving into uh, middle school, what that looks like for our seniors who are taking that big leap of faith into college or career or whatever is next for them. Um, we've heard a lot of feedback from many different uh, people that are walking through this time in life uh, as we speak. And we just want to take a few minutes today to have some conversation about what that looks like and hopefully offer some encouragement as well. You know, Daniel, you were talking about a book and closing a chapter when you didn't, starting a new chapter when you didn't even get to close the other one. I feel like some days people have straight up given me a whole new book. <laughs> you know, I don't know that it's so much I didn't finish the last chapter. It's almost like, hey, here's something new to read. And if I'm honest, it's hard not to be upset because I was really into that last chapter. It was good. Um, but now they're like, hey, read this instead. And you're talking about how it's, difficult for our different age groups you know we have kindergartners who are not getting to graduate kindergarten too you know i think of some parents who they have multiple children and each of their older kids have graduated from the same kindergarten they're looking forward to their last child graduating from the same kindergarten program but this year's kindergartner won't graduate not like the other two looked like um, I was talking to a mom the other day and she said, you know, I remember paying for a cap and gown, but we haven't gotten it. <laughs> and we were absent for cap and gown picture day. So nothing looks like we're headed towards closing out kindergarten. And I think about that with Catherine. She's my fifth grader. And last year on the final week of fourth grade, she was getting so excited about what fifth grade graduation would look like this year. The dressing up and the celebrations and the whole class coming in together who've been together since kindergarten and here they are finishing together and we have just found out that that will be a driving experience with just her homeroom you know for her she's like oh my gosh i'm not even going to get to see friends from other homerooms that are going to different middle schools next year will i ever see some of the people i have played on the playground with this year again like when will our paths even cross again that's got to be harder than I think we're giving credit for, for folks in this season. Yeah, I think about the emotional state of what it must be, not only for a major cultural shift um, with the anticipation and the anxiety about what's next. I mean, let's, I'm just going to speak from the perspective of what I am guessing our seniors 
feel like are seniors in high school, especially. Um, because I remember, I, I can go back and look at, you know, pictures of my graduation and the memories made and those moments when I, you know, looked into the crowd and saw my mom and my dad crying, you know, as I walked across the, the platform there to, to receive my diploma. And, you know, and I, I think about that our seniors have dreamed of this their entire life, right? All the way through school thinking, you know, that day's coming for me. And last year when they sat and watched their friend graduate, they had this only, you know, one more year and that's going to be me and we're going to celebrate my achievements. And first of all, I won't, if any of our seniors are listening to this podcast, we still are celebrating your achievements. Amen. We are still very, very proud of all that you have done and who you've come to be. Um, so please don't think that just because circumstances are not allowing us to be together in those celebratory ways in an auditorium or a gym or something like that to celebrate your graduation, that your graduation is less important because it's just not true. Um, I would even argue to say that we're hoping to lean even more into your graduation because we can guess this is so much harder. Um, and that's kind of where we go with that is speaking to the emotional side of that is just be present with our students and realize that this is not at all what they expected. Um, you know, how this has derailed what, what they always thought these, these days and moments would, would be like. Um, so I say all that to say, I think that uh, it's important as parents, it's important as ministerial staff and friends, it's important as grandparents, important as every, every person that is in our seniors' lives or our fifth graders going into sixth grade or even our kindergartners moving up to the uh, first grade is just be encouraging. I mean, help them realize that they're not walking by in this by themselves, that you do sympathize with the fact that it's a very hard step when not only what's ahead is unknown, they, the unknown in the presence as well. Um, I think that's something to, to be very intentional about noticing. I feel like change is something that we've all had memories of at the different phases we've been through in life, whether it's change in your household because there's a new baby or change in what school you're going to or change in the world because there's a tragedy or whatever. Like we always remember change and where we were and what it felt like. And I can remember sixth grade graduation and having to wear white dresses that came to our knees. And I believe I can fly was like the big song everybody was using that year. So it was used at our graduation. And I can remember graduating from seventh grade too because we were at a different school and what it was like to walk in like you remember that moment when you walked down a long aisle to pomp and circumstance i remember waiting forever to be able to get to the door of the gym to walk in and my last name started with b but you remember standing in line with your friends in that moment where they say and now i present to you the class of and I just can't imagine what it must feel like to be students who are at big mile marker years in this moment where you feel like the world is not celebrating with you this year because you're not having that defining moment of turning your tassels, standing in your high school gym or out on your football field. And people aren't playing pomp and circumstance for you. And if you're leaving elementary school, you didn't have your last field day and you didn't go on your big fifth grade field trip. And you didn't go on your final high school trip as seniors. And you were saying goodbye to middle school as an eighth grader. And you didn't sign your books this year. You know, it's just even those little things aren't happening. I think they're contributing to 
people feel like we're not bringing closure to things. You know, I think on top of that, when I look at May, May is always such a busy month of all those final moments. It's your final time in Sunday school. It's your final time attending youth group. It's your final day of school with your friends. It's the last time you'll close that locker in that building that's been yours for three years. It's the last time you will drive away from the student parking lot if you're a high school student who gets to drive, if you're leaving your senior year. You know, it's just those little things I think we look forward to so much that we're going to have to find ways as the support system for each other to do all those little things in other ways. And I think that's the challenge to those of us who aren't at that mile marker year. So we had students who aren't in a big change this year um, stop and decorate yard signs for high school seniors and are excited to put that in the ground for people they're in youth group with. Um, we have preteen students who will receive a graduation gift for finishing the fifth grade. You know, it's going to have to be those of us who aren't living in that. They're going to have to pour that into each other. I don't know if people, I think we're taking that opportunity for granted. I think we're falling into the myth that that closure is somehow on hold. But I don't think it's going to mean as much if we wait until July and August to try to celebrate people who finish something in May. Like, I don't know how you retrospectively celebrate that. So I think to go off of what you said, we have to stop and do the little things to celebrate and lean into people who are in that place right now. And for parents who were looking forward to crying one last time in that high school gym with their student. You know, you have an only child, you're never going to experience what high school graduation really feels like because you won't have that opportunity again as a parent of one child. Um, or you won't stand and take pictures with preschool teachers. You won't have the opportunity as parents to do that again. Yeah. Stephanie, I'm sitting here as you were sharing that. And I think that has to come in the form of a challenge for us. Um, I like a list. I like to write things down. It keeps me organized. Amen. Me too. Um, but maybe it's worth you know, we, we sit down and we write the names of every senior, every fifth grader moving into sixth grade, every kindergartner moving into first grade or whatever milestone is being reached. Write those names down. I mean, they don't have to be church members. They could be family members. They could be uh, the, the kids that live down the street, right? You know that they're moving into another stage of life, a very important stage in life. And go above and beyond to be intentional about reaching out to them, be creative in new and in different ways. Um, I think I sit here today and I think about, I mean, I've got a, I've got a cousin who is graduating this year um, from uh, another school in Halifax. And I just think about what it must be like, you know, are we celebrating with him? Are we making him feel special? And I don't know, I just, my heart, I, my heart is, is, is so burdened today for, for these, these kids, because to be honest, we don't know what it feels like. No, we really don't. I remember 
the moments of doing it. Right. We can only assume what it, what it feels like for them. And all I know to do is say is, is for us to just love on them and, and encourage them and let them know that, that they're important and they are seen and they're heard and they matter. Yeah. Don't wait for the graduation announcement to hit your mailbox because they're probably not coming this year and you probably won't get an invitation to a graduation party. Um, but you don't have to wait for that to still recognize somebody and say, Hey, I love you. And I know that this was your graduation year. You know, but I think so many times people sit back and wait to see which announcements they get. That's who they're going to respond to. Mm. Well, I didn't get an announcement for that kid. So I guess not, but don't wait for those. They're not coming this year. Stop and think about who your kids are that you can love and celebrate. You know, teachers too. We've got teachers who are retiring this year. This is not what a retirement year looks like. You count on hugging your students one last time, bringing closure with your colleagues. You know, I think closure in the season is difficult for people that's not just an educational moment. You know, people are bringing closure to the life of a loved one. There's no gathering with friends at a funeral home to say, hey, I'm really sorry this happened to you. Um, well, I think this entire situation with whether it's graduation or you know, someone passing during this time, it's all a very, it all has a, a, a grieving application to it, you know, because you're, you're grieving the end or the death or just the conclusion of something that came way sooner than you ever anticipated. Yeah. Right. And I just think it's important for us to try and see through the lens of the people that this is impacting directly. Um, I said a few minutes ago in the beginning about, you know, I experienced my graduation, all that that entailed. And I can sit here and I can just assume what our, our graduates are feeling at this moment. But until I really sit back and try to see through their lens, and I still have, only have a limited understanding of what it must, must be like. And I think it's important not to dismiss this. I think it's important for us not to be passive adults and say, oh, it's just graduation, they'll have a college one, they'll move on to it, it'll be forgotten. Well, I mean, this is, this is a very monumental time in their life. And if the church is not going to lean into that and be love in a very trying and almost depressing time, who will? Yeah, it's a really heavy time. Like you can't even really help them get excited for what's next because no one really knows what what's next can look like. Um, I was talking to some students today. How would you feel if school starts back in the fall and you don't walk into the doors of your high school? And the response I got was, oh, I would be really sad because half of going through high school is the social piece. It's goofing off with my friends at lunch. Um, we got a note this past week about turning in devices that students are using to do school from home at this point. And you wonder, am I done with that? Like, can I celebrate that I'm done with doing school remotely or will I get another message in the fall to go to my new school to pick up the next device? Like you can't help transition anybody to even what's next. So on top of how disappointing this closure piece has become, it's not like you can even turn people towards hope for the next best thing. Um, gosh, particularly our high school seniors. 
don't even have one of those yet, but I'm still just so sad for them because I remember being disappointed to leave my high school friends, but at least I was able to get really excited about heading into college in the fall. And for some schools, there's even question of if this same group of kids who couldn't say goodbye to high school are even going to really get a chance to say hello to college. Um, are they even moving to campus? Don't know yet. Are they even going to get to play the sport they have scholarships for? We're not sure yet. Um, so it's just difficult. You know, I'm finding myself really struggling with how to offer hope in this time because I don't know what that's even supposed to look like. Um, except to try to help celebrate this season that we're in. Find the good, because I think if we continue to sit back and look at all the things that we can't do, that is going to head us down just this really dark path, <laughs> leading us straight to depression if we're not careful. But instead, that we can celebrate the good. You're never going to get a season at home with your high school friends in the street that, like, this moment won't happen again. You're never going to get this extended time with your high school graduate again. Like, typically, they would be going to work more. Most of those places are closed. They'd be hitting the pool with their friends. They're not open yet. They would be staying out late at different parties, and they're not even happening. Like, you're never going to get this season with that person again. So I think if we can find the good in these moments, um, that that will help us feel like we're celebrating. Yeah, I like what you said about being present in the moment. I mean, I th not to draw completely on the orange model time and time again, but I mean, that's Why what not? we do. It's, so good. it's what we do, you know, and you think about how that the analogy orange often uses is the jars of marbles. And every year there's less and less marbles in that jar before the jar is empty and your senior is then stepping into college or their career and just really kind of forming their own identity and, and life all around. And a few more marbles have been added to the jar. Yeah. And the question is, what are you doing with those marbles? Are we, are we sitting around complaining? And I'm guilty of that complaining about what never came to be and what is not going to be. Or are we, or are we taking this seeing this as an opportunity to have those more intimate moments with our students? for this amount of days before and if college happens in, in the fall and you do load up the minivan and take them to school um are we celebrating those things you know everything everything is about perspective you know good bad or indifferent it's how you choose to see the world and i think it's maybe it's how we choose to see these opportunities and that may not be uh, what you want to hear when you know you've been inside the four walls of your home for 45 million years, it feels like, and they're driving you crazy. But those days are limited. Those marbles are only decreasing in the jar. And, you know, I had this mom friend who is supposed to be sending her child off to dental school at Carolina in the fall. And it went from, hey, here's your charges for your parking pass to, hey, you might not be coming here um, as a residential student in the fall. And she said, you know, we'd already started shopping for dorm room stuff. And she said, what am I going to do with that? And then it was, as soon as she finished that sentence, she went, oh my gosh, we will still shop for her dorm room. And if she does not move there in the fall, we will take all of those graduation gifts and dorm decorations and we will redecorate her room at home. And it will still help her feel like we are turning a chapter, like she is still entering something new. And I thought, how cool. <laughs> 
you know, because that is part of it as a freshman. Um, I don't know if boys get that excited as us girls do about decorating your space in your new dorm room. And I thought that's a really neat way to anticipate a plan B if you need it. Okay, you don't get to move to Carolina this fall, but we did redo your whole room. Okay, you're not parking in Chapel Hill trying to find your way around, but you are getting this super cool gift for the season that you're going to be at home. That thousand dollars that we would have paid in parking, you're getting a new computer. You know, like just trying to turn all the things that could be so disappointing to her into a really exciting moment. Well, that's a really neat perspective to have. So I don't know if any of our parents are listening that have high school seniors, but that may be an option to help turn the disappointment into excitement. You know, I know Catherine as a fifth grader, um, we still plan to celebrate graduation. You know, she would have probably had a graduation party with friends and family, and we would have done the whole school thing that morning. Will was going to take off work. Well, we're not bringing vacation hours to do that this year. But my kitchen will be decorated in school colors. <laughs> And we will have graduation cupcakes. You know, like we are still doing graduation, quote unquote, big, but it's going to be done with the four of us, not 24 of us. So what's for dinner? Well, that's Catherine's choice. What's for dessert? Well, Catherine's going to tell us. You know, so I think you can take those moments, and she is so disappointed. Like, when I tell you she's disappointed, she is disappointed. Like, my girl was looking forward to going shopping for the dress that she would have worn that day and there is no point like you can't go do that right now today we can't go do that she's, she's not, not going to dress, dress up for graduation, graduation. Um, but we can all come eat dinner at my kitchen in cardinal colors for nashville you guys know, i think it's just finding those disappointments and figuring out how you can flip them because either you can spend 90 percent of your energy being sad and 10 percent looking for new things or you can flip that into 90% of exciting things to do and still have that little bit of underlying 10% of disappointment. And I think that's a little bit difficult, especially in a season like now for parents. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more about what that means for um, our parents and our adults and all that moving forward. But, and I know that's, that's asking us to maybe generate an excitement and an energy from a place that we don't know is even there, you know, to make our, make our students feel special, but that's what we want. That's what we desire. We want them to know that they are, that they are loved and they are cared for and they are special. Um, and how cool and wonderful would it be for, I mean, uh, how long have I been graduated from? forever school. you were old <laughs> no i think it's only like 12 years oh but i am old i'm closing in on 20 <laughs> but still how cool would it be for our seniors to look back 12 years 20 years 40 years from now and say you know leading up to graduation for lack of a better term it sucked right because i wasn't going to get all these things that i expected but you know what i did get i got the fact that my parents made it special, my grandparents made it special, my youth pastor, my family ministry pastor, my, you know, my friend down the road, my teacher, my whomever, my random person in my church that I, don't even know, I never had two conversations with reached out to me 
and shared love to me because they knew that this was a difficult time on my journey. That makes all the difference in the world. Because you know, you think about like one more time going back to my graduation, I couldn't tell you what the commencement speech was about. No. I couldn't tell you how many people were there. I barely can remember the location, right? But what I do remember was how the people that I cared about and cared about me made me feel. That's what I remember. Absolutely. So how is this really, other than the pop, the pop and circumstance in the auditorium or the gym or whatnot, how is our role in this as their support system, how is it any different? Right. I think the like if you are involved in a church somewhere, because that's our challenge, we're challenging the church to lean into people in this season, then I dare you to contact your church office because most staffs are still making an effort to be in the building or have access to the databases remotely. I dare you to find out, get the list, who are our high school graduates, who's finishing fifth grade, who would have been graduating kindergarten, who's heading to high school for the first time in the fall. I know for our church, you and I could provide that. Absolutely. And our emails post with our podcast. So we dare you to ask us for the names and addresses of who would have been in big mile marker years that you can send graduation cards to, that you can stop by their driveway and leave eight your home baked goodies because I know you were playing in your kitchen with the flour and the sugar in this season. So turn that around, give it away. Um, so to me, that's a challenge that we could issue at least to our crowd. Um, but to anybody else who's listening, you can contact your church office for that info. And I dare you to do it. Be a part of the, the flip, be a part of that 90% that they're going to be able to actually celebrate this year. Guys, we thank you for, spending some time with us today on what what we what could very easily be a very discouraging conversation, but it doesn't have to be. It can be very positive. It can turn into something beautiful for our students. Um, so I'm going to take that dare. Stephanie's going to take that dare. We hope that you will take that dare and make it special, make it way more than our students ever expected. Again, we thank you for tuning in for another episode. We hope it's been encouraging to you, but we also hope that it's challenged you. And we look forward to seeing what God is going to do in and through that. All right, guys, we look forward to being with you again next time. See we you. love you. Bye.